Hey, everybody. Welcome to Social Media Makers, the podcast where every Wednesday we'll bring you fast-paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends in all things tech for the professional salon industry. Before I get started, a reminder that on Sundays, you can find me hosting BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty podcast featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable, successful, and satisfying careers. If you like the podcast, please consider hitting the like button, the subscribe button, or best yet, sharing it with others. Pay it forward. Uh, let others find us. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host. Thanks for tuning in. Apologies. I'm not sure as I'm recording this how the sound is. I am in a hotel room in uh, New Orleans where I am attending serious business, uh, the 26-year-old business conference, uh, the iconic business conference produced by uh, the Neil Corp. Thanks to everybody at the Neil Corp, the entire team, for inviting me down here to speak. I'm doing two sessions tomorrow, two 90-minute sessions on artificial intelligence, and I am um, really, really fortunate uh, to be able to check off something on my bucket list, and that is I am on the Serious Business main stage. It's a short talk. I only get 10 minutes, <laughs> but I'm grateful to take it. Uh, it's, uh, it's an iconic stage and one I've always wanted to be on, and I'm really proud to get those 10 minutes. So, um, yeah. I'm in New Orleans, and I don't have my microphone. I don't have my setup, so I'm, I'm doing this through my my Apple, um, my EarPod Maxes, which cost a lot of money, and so hopefully the sound is good. So um, anyway, yeah, I, and today I'm going to talk, keep it somewhat short. I'm going to do kind of a third part talking about math in the context of beauty, and hope you'll go back and listen to the last two episodes uh, and, and listen to my take on 2023, kind of a, a rear view mirror perspective, and just kind of what I think happened in 2023, um, kind of the good, bad, and ugly. And um, much of it um, kind of self-imposed, in my opinion, when it comes to the bad. I think hopefully a lot of lessons learned. And today, I am going to talk um, about inflation, uh, really uh, a topic I think that so many struggle with to understand. There's been so much chatter uh, from the coaches. I think most of them don't understand it. Um, it's uh, it's a confusing topic, so so it's understandable that it is challenging for some. And I believe that so many of the bad conversations about inflation, and then the, kind of the ripple effect over to the conversations on pricing, and especially this like raise your prices to any price. It doesn't matter what you charge; everybody will pay you. Uh, especially from um, the coaches that I often diss on here. Uh, never name never name them, but um, <laughs> hopefully you know who they are. Because um, they're just passing out so much bad information. And I, I know they have a lot of followers. I know that people um, like a lot of what they have to say. And um, I think we all like people who say what we want to hear. And I think that's that's part of the problem over there. But um, yeah, I think um, I got some really bad advice on, on prices and inflation. And I wish that wasn't the case because um, I don't really like to talk negative about anybody. But um, it is kind of what it is. All right. Some quick things before I tackle inflation. Um, first off, I said this last time, speed up your listening if you can. Um, it's, it's a podcast hack, you know, uh, you got a speed control. If you're not listening faster than normal speed, you're, uh, I would argue that you're wasting some time and we know how valuable time is these days, especially in our, our day-to-day -day lives in the salon. And so, yeah, uh, try bumping that speed up to 1.25, 1.5. I, I listen to everything on two, uh, double speed. And so, uh, yeah, I, I get through my podcast faster and I, it's a great hack and, uh, you can save time and go do other things, spend more time with your dog or your cat or on your business, um, or you can listen to another podcast and learn even more. So that's, that's my hack. Also, I say this often, you know, that who we hang with matters. It's, it's a big idea. And I don't know who said it first, but but it's important. I also mean who you listen to. 
a lot of us, you know, like I listen to podcasts every single day without fail, um, usually at least two, again, because I speed them up. And, you know, I, I would say that um, who you listen to matters. And letting folks, you know, hang out in your earbuds um, is, is a very, you know, kind of intimate form of connection. And, um, you know, it feels very one-on-one in, in so many ways. I, and I think, you know, those of us who actually are podcasters, we have a lot of responsibility, you know, to have integrity in, in what we're doing. And again, I think there's some folks that are uh, putting out some bad information. Uh, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt and, and think they believe what they're saying, but I'm not always sure that that's actually true because I feel like so much of this one particular group that they've built their following on, you know, just kind of this over-the-top, clickbaity, you know, saying what people want to hear and then kind of manipulating that information. Um, you know, it's, it's all just marketing. And uh, But again, you know, I, I think there could be damage done in that. So, um, I think, um, yeah, pay attention to who you're listening to and, and um, you know, vet those people. Do your homework. Make sure um, that they have you know, the, the gravitas behind them to be making the statements they are. I and mean, anybody says they're reinventing the industry, especially when they're in their, in their early 30s, I, mean, I, I just have to question it. I, I give anybody, you know, who's in that lane a lot of credit if they've got integrity and that's what they're really attempting to do. But still, you know, um, they need to do their homework and have context. And then you, we need to do our homework and, and check out their resumes, you know. And, and when I hear people who are saying things that don't make sense to me and I can't quite figure out who they are or where they're coming from, you know, I, I, I dig in and do that work. And I think, you know, some folks, if you do that digging, you're going to be kind of surprised either by what you can't find. And again, if somebody's got, you know, a big reputation and they're doing stuff, that should not be that difficult to sort out. Like, where did they, you know, where did they work? You know, why did they leave? What happened? And I know, again, me, you know, doing some digging, I'm, I'm finding some things that just make me scratch my head. My head. <laughs> I only have one. <laughs> my head and um yeah so some really really questionable stuff out there that should concern us all i'm not going to dig into the details just let me say once again um may the buyer be where all right inflation it's complicated so complicated um i've said before you know my, my major in college was um investment finance my minor was economics i love economics i would have been an economist if you could make any money doing it but it's really tough unless you get a phd and even then it's tough and so, but I, I still love it and it's fascinating and it's, 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 uh, it's an art as much as, as it is a science. And um, I'm grateful that, you know, that I have that training and that knowledge and uh, it doesn't answer all the questions, but it gives me, again, kind of a good foundation um, in, in terms of how to think about it. So, I want to share some of that, you know. So, I think, you know, wh- when you're talking about your inflation and, and the reason we, we talk about this today, uh, I think more than ever, is the implications it has for your pricing. And we've just gone through a period of, of a lot of inflation, you know, that's affected a lot of people. And we have to consider that in our business models. We have to consider that in our planning and how we do what we do. And, and hopefully coming through pandemic, I think, you know, we're in, I hope, um, an era where we begin to look at pricing in our businesses on an annual basis. Um, that's pretty much what all good businesses do every year. As you consider the year to come, you should be doing a budget, you know, you should be looking at your finances, looking at your resources, you know, where do you need to shore things up? As an example, do you need to build more savings, you know, and if so, how are you going to build that into your business plan? Um, you know, things have to be planned for. And the most successful salons in America, many of whom I know, you know, they plan, you know, they just do. And it's important. And so, going back to the big 
issue of inflation and the questions around inflation. You know, it's um, it's part of the larger economy. It's it's in many ways external. You know, um, and so we, you know, again, we're going to take a close look at it. I think the first thing we have to do is take a look at our business generally before we start digging into the weeds. Like, how are we doing? Are we growing? Are we shrinking? Are we treading water? Um, the answers to those questions, you know, will have an impact on how we react to inflation. Inflation is typically very transitory. It comes and goes and it has an impact. There's no question about it. Um, but our reaction to it also has an impact. And in a perfect world, um, you know, we balance those things out, but we should do them within the context of our current business health, if you will. Again, are we a healthy business? Are we struggling? Um, are we just kind of holding our own? And then we kind of got to layer inflation and project forward what that might mean for the business um, in the state that it happens to be in. And, um, you know, that's important. If our house is in order, if we have savings, if we are stable, if our team is together or if we're an independent, you know, our clientele is, is solid, all that stuff. You, know, you have to look at it from many different angles um, in the business that you have and in the kind of businesses and the kind of business that you're you know, operating. And um, another really important thing to consider, and the health of the business has a lot more to it than are you growing or you're shrinking or treading water. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to consider. And so, um, start there. Inflation, you know, um, especially when it's, when it's high as it's been, it, it's kind of reminds me like of bad weather in our day to day lives, like sometimes really bad weather. That's what we've come through. Right. And the impact of bad weather in the real world depends on a lot of factors. One big storm can impact us all in very, very different ways, um, depending on how well we've made choices about, you know, where we live. You know, if we live in an area that's prone to floods, hopefully we don't decide to live in the area that gets flooded the most. You know, um, if we live in an area um, where flooding is a thing, hopefully we have flood insurance. Hopefully we have the sump pump, as they call them, you know, in the basement. You know, they can give us, you know, some, some relief if we need it. Again, are, are we prepared, you know, for the coming storm. There's always a coming storm. There's always an economic coming storm that we should be prepared for. It may or may not reach us as a timeline, but you know, for around long enough, we're probably going to go through it. And anybody who's been in the industry for you know 25 years, you know, went through 2008, 2009, that period, and experienced it, and hopefully learned something from it. Was more ready next time there was troubles. And we've now we've come through COVID, and I would hope a lot of lessons have been learned. And depending on how we learned them or not, we may be impacted by something like inflation differently than the salon down the street, who perhaps reacted differently than we did to the last storm. So again, important things to consider because this is not a simple conversation when we dig into inflation. We don't live in a one-size-fits-all world, um, and especially when it comes to economics. So we need to get really, really granular. Um, let me be clear about this. When we look at inflation in society relative to our personal lives, it's been proven time and time again that the better off somebody is economically, the less impact inflation will have on them. And that includes the rate of inflation because there's variances across categories of, of spending. There's variances by industry. There's variances in how we might absorb them. And again, there's been studies on this and those who have the most are usually impacted the least by inflation. And it's not 
necessarily because they have the most, um, meaning, meaning they have more financial resources. It's, it's not that. It's just that they live in an environment where they have more choices in their spending and can choose to spend in a way that gives them an opportunity to kind of deflect inflation. They can buy in bulk as a good example. You buy in bulk and you kind of lock in a price and if inflation is going up, you can buy earlier because you bought bulk and the coming inflation is not going to hit you in the same way that the existing inflation did. So, just one simple example. Those who have little means pay the highest inflation. Um, a good example would be a person who lives in a neighborhood um, less impoverished. Impoverished neighborhoods tend to have the highest cost of groceries of any neighborhoods in America. Why? Because they don't typically have the big box stores. So, they don't have Walmarts. They don't have Targets. They stay out of those neighborhoods traditionally. They bring low cost um, goods to neighborhoods where they're at. And in smaller neighborhoods, not smaller neighborhoods, poorer neighborhoods, they smaller businesses come in who charge typically a lot more for their goods and services, in part because they have to pay a lot more. A really extreme example, you know, is, is, is in many of the poorest areas, people who smoke cigarettes um, buy them um, somewhat illegally from, from the seller perspective, um, one cigarette at a time. They can pay two or three dollars a cigarette and paying exorbitant amounts of money. And it's just, again, because of the nature of the area they live in and the economics of that area. So it's really, again, important to understand all this, to have clarity around it, and, and just understand that our inflation may not be the same as somebody else's, which makes you then have to kind of question, okay, well, I'm seeing on the news and inflation's 12% or 10%, whatever it is, you know. Uh, what does that mean for me? You know, because again, it could impact me in, in a very, very different way. All right. So now when you look at your own business, I, I think it's really important that, you know, you, you really break everything down and look at categories. And I'm going to give a kind of a really simple example. Um, and that would be that if you, you know, you, you kind of break down your expenses and I'm just going to do this in simplest of forms, but let's say, you know, that you're paying, you know, $10,000, you know, in expenses over the course of a month. Includes your rent, includes your 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 payroll. You know, even if it's just you as an independent, your products, your phone, you know, all those things. So again, let's let's just pretend you know ten thousand dollars, and let's say that rent is thirty percent. Um, that would be three thousand dollars, and um, let's say your payroll it ends up being close to fifty percent, and then and the rest of it you got your product cost, your phones. You know, I, I dealt with some of this in the last podcast, but it, from a different point of view. And so, if your rent didn't go up, your inflation on rent, $3,000 of your $10,000 is zero. Your rate of inflation is zero. If your payroll didn't go up, and this is a variable expense typically because, you know, as your services go up, you know, that, that can change. But let's just use it as a constant. Let's say it's 50%. You can give yourself a raise on a percentage perspective so there's no inflation. Um, now, I'm going to come back to that one because when that money reaches your pocketbook for personal income, you take it out of your business, now you put it into your personal situation. It's the money you're going to pay your rent and your food and your dog for, all that sort of You have a different kind of inflation to consider there. All right, back to your our $10,000. And let's say that, that products are 10% of your total. So, products out of the $10,000, all your expenses are 10% or $1,000. So, out of that $10,000, bucks, let us let us say also that your product inflation Let's let's be um, let's let's say it went from a thousand to fifteen hundred. That's a lot of inflation. 
right? That's, that's like 50%. So that went to 1500. So everything else though stayed the same. Perhaps a little bit unrealistic, but to make a point. All right, so 10,000 in expenses. Now we're going to add an inflated amount because of products. So we've now spent 1500 versus our usual 1000. And so all of our expenses went from 10,000 to 10,500. Our rent didn't change, our payroll didn't change, our phone cost didn't change, our booking service didn't change, but our products went up. Our products went up a lot, 50%. Um, all right. Now, let's look at that $10,000 plus inflation. Now we're at 10,500. You take 10,500 divided by 10,000. And on your total expenses for this given period of time, your inflation is 5%. Your inflation is 5%. That's really important to understand because again, we're listening to folks and like, oh my gosh, the inflation's insane. You know, in my example, it's really insane. It's 50%. And some people are saying, well, I've got to raise my prices 50%. But again, if you do the proper analysis and you really break it down, it's not going to be as simple as what I'm saying. Again, I'm using a simplistic example to make a point. But I may not be that far off for many of you because, again, if rent didn't go up, if payroll didn't go up, if um, cell phone and booking didn't go up, then um, again, inflation is a lot less perhaps than you thought. And so when you think about your pricing, you know, it's going to have a huge impact on how you think about price increases. So it's hard on a podcast to talk math. You know, I, I will say that. Um, and I'm really just trying to make a big picture point to say that it's really important when we think about price increases as it relates to changing costs in our business that we get down in the weeds and get really, really granular and really, really specific. We don't generalize, but we look at our profit and loss statement. Everybody should have one. Then your monthly P&L, you should be tracking your expenses. You should be tracking your expenses relative to changes in income because of course, if your income is going up, your product costs are going up as well. I talk about them as a constant, which changes things up a little bit. Um, again, hard to talk about the stuff on a podcast, but I hope the point I'm trying to make is, is clear that when you break it down and look at everything individually, and then you pull a number back together and compare that together number, that total of all expenses, the things that stayed the same, the things that changed, and then do the comparison to what it was before you considered inflation, that's going to do, going to serve you much better in getting to reality. You know, and that's what you want to do. You want to get to reality so that you can then make some decisions about your pricing. So, A, you can stay up with inflation, but your inflation, the inflation of your business. Now, to complicate things a little bit, let's talk about when money from your business gets home, whether it's you or if you have team members, your team member. And probably even more important for your team member. That's important for everybody. So, if everything I just said is true, as far as the numbers, and payroll stays the same, and someone who works with you receives that payroll from you, say you own the business and they're a team member, they're going to react to their paycheck based on their personal inflation. We know food is up significantly, as an example. So now you have to kind of factor that in. So if a person 
is spending, let's say, 30% of all the money they make on food, and their food is up 12%, and that's a different calculation. But to jump to the end of that story, that person needs to make at least 12% more based on a third of their take-home pay. And I'm being, again, oversimplification here. That's what they need to stay whole. And now you've got to back that into the rest of your formula, everything else I just talked about, because that adds now a payroll variable. But let's talk about you for a moment. Let's pretend you're an independent or, or again, you're just a, a salon owner you know, who has a salary. Same calculation you know, comes into play. You get that money home, you have to now look at your personal inflation. What happened to your rent at home? What happened to your food at home? What's happened to other costs that are in your life at home that has an implication as to how you can afford to live your life? And now what does that mean as you kind of work your way back in the dotted line back to the business? Because again, as an owner, it's planning for yourself or for others. You've got to consider that in your formula. It's a little bit different because unlike your cost of products where someone says to you, this costs more, we know you need it, so you're going to have to buy it. It's very different when it comes to the team or when it comes to your own money because it's kind of after the fact. So now, to be a good boss, to be uh, someone who supports your team, you should have concerns about what, how far the money that they make from the business that you work in together, how far it gets them through life. And if inflation changes the circumstances as to how they deal with their money, you have to consider that and it has an implication as to how people feel about your business, how people feel about you, how people feel about continuing to work there. I mean, you know, for some people, it's, you know, they leave jobs because they can't afford to stay because the business has been unable to keep pace with their inflation and they, again, are coming up short. So, again, it's complicated. You got the personal inflation, you've got to kind of factor in You've got the individual inflation by category within your business, and it is not the same by category. So don't fall into the trap of listening to people say, well, inflation is X, and therefore you must do Y. It is not that simple. And 2023, I think, was a year of reckoning um, as it relates to price increases, um, price increases that uh, consumers aren't necessarily reacting in a positive way to because consumers... We can say, oh, our business costs are going up, so therefore we must change what we're doing. But consumers are somewhat savvy about this inflation stuff too. And sometimes they look at it and go, well, I don't understand why you had to make a price increase at this level um, based what I, on what I think I know about your world. Doesn't mean they're right, but that's how they think. And it can cost you, cost you clients, it can cost you money, lots to consider. And again, a very complicated conversation, um, probably need to do a webinar or something on this or a live thing. So, I've got a whiteboard and I can write things down uh, to, to dig into this in, in a deeper way. All right. I am in a hotel. Um, the sound is probably a little bit wonky. And I, again, I apologize for that. I'm out of time. I wanted to keep this one fairly short. So, I'm going to wrap up here and say from New Orleans, from Serious Business, um, thank you for listening. I apologize if the sound is a little bit off. I won't be doing this again anytime soon. I'm really grateful to have you here. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to run over to socialbeautymakers.com and sign up for my free newsletter. Get the Monday recommendations on content. And I'm really always excited to share that stuff with you. I hope you'll tune in Sundays to listen to the Beautycast Network Mastery Beauty Podcast, my weekly conversations with brilliant pros. 
Uh, make sure you look for that on your favorite podcast platform. It is not this podcast, it's a different one. So you got to find it and hit the subscribe button. And lastly, I, as always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. It uh, means the world to me. And um, again, I, uh, I wouldn't do this if you weren't listening. So thank you so much. And uh, lastly, I'm Gordon Miller. And I cannot wait to share more with you next time.